I'm not a math major, but 51 is one shy of 52, and we are at episode number 51 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Let's talk about conscious uncoupling. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now, your host, Jason Lavoie. All right, thank you for joining me for yet another episode of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Can't believe it. Here we are trucking along at episode number 51, and I'm excited to bring you uh, a really interesting guest expert today, Jennifer Butler. She's a a certified health coach. She's a writer, a podcast host of herself. She's dedicated to helping women fall fiercely in love with themselves so they can embrace their freedom to create the love and life that they truly want and deserve to have. Beyond an extensive education, Jennifer has navigated through her own intense life challenges, including her own high-conflict divorce, all of which greatly informs her work. Her mission is to empower women to face all challenges with love and by taking radical responsibility in their lives. And I love that word, radical responsibility. We'll be talking about that. Uh, Not only does Jennifer teach us this, she lives it, and therefore she knows what's possible and believes in her clients every step of the way. So without further ado, let's talk with Jennifer Butler. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. So for those who are not too familiar with you, give everybody just a a brief background about, you know, who you are and how you got to this point. Ooh, brief. (laughs) All right, not so brief. (laughs) Yeah, joking. So I'm Jennifer Butler. Um, I am online though as Jen Joy Coaching. And, you know, I would say how I got to this point, I think I always wanted to like impact the world, right? Like I was like this idealistic young person who thought like I could just change the world and make it a better place. And um, over the years, I think I realized how difficult that was. And it wasn't this like actionable thing that I was going to be able to do. But what I learned was that as I went through my own struggles and challenges and faced my own hardships, um, I eventually learned that what I could do was take my own experiences and blend them with this heart I have of wanting to impact people and my education and use all of that to kind of impact the world on um, a level where I'm interacting with women. And helping them to do the same, to really learn how to take their greatest pain, you know, what might be their greatest pain, because I work with women going through divorce and heartbreak, um, and really make it this moment where they're able to turn that into the moment that they begin to live their best life. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's how I started doing what I'm doing. And what I do is I coach um, women, like I said, going through divorce or and our heartbreak um, using a method called conscious uncoupling, which uh, is a method created by Catherine Woodward Thomas. And I combine that with a bunch of my own um, other training that I've received over the years. And so coaching with me is very intuitive. Um very action oriented and very deeply rooted in the body. Um, it's a pretty, pretty 
awesome experience if I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I, I've heard a lot about, um, you know, conscious uncoupling. It's been in the news, you know, more, more frequently in the last, I'd say a couple of years than ever before. I think it's a newer concept overall, right? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, and I think it got popular, Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. When, yeah, when she divorced, I think that's when it kind of like got popular. Right. And a lot of people uh, thought, you know, like she invented it, but no. Yeah. No, it's right. um, Catherine Woodward Thomas right. and she's brilliant. So talk to us a little bit about uh, conscious uncoupling. Like, Let's just start. What is it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, so first and foremost, you know, conscious uncoupling I think a lot of people hear it and I think maybe too, because you know, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow did it with her ex-husband, they did it together. So I think a lot of times people hear it and they think they're supposed to do it as a couple and it's actually created to do on your own. It's individual work and it's beautiful when both people want to do it. Right. But it's still individual work. So conscious uncoupling really is a step-by-step um, method of going through the divorce process or even the emotional piece of the divorce, um, or even later on, you know, for women who maybe have gotten divorced three years ago, but they still feel stuck. Um, but it's a way to go through the emotional healing and grief, um, in a way that allows you to really let go of the past, um, take ownership of, I like to call it radical responsibility, right? Like take radical responsibility of who you are, who you've been being, and how you can begin creating the future that really kind of sets you on fire, right? It's like if you can heal your past and let go of your past, then you're free to move forward in a way that aligns with your deeper truth. And conscious uncoupling is created to allow you to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that because. I always tell people, and it's hard when you're going through the trauma, you know, let's say of a divorce, mm-hmm. um, and you're in the mud, so to speak, um, you know, so many emotions uh, that you're going through and you're dealing with. But I, I always try to keep, tell people, you know, look, at some point, your divorce is going to end. And you have your whole post-divorce life to to look for and look after and consider, you know, what do you want for that? It, it's a, mm. it's like a fresh start. Um, and, and try to, you know, funnel their their energy toward that, uh, and into some more positivity. Yeah, I love that. One of the questions I love to ask my clients is, who do you want to be on the right. other side of this? Because there is another, you do get to the other side. Eventually. Eventually, you do. So who do you want to be over there? Because the choice is really up to you. It's all in your power. Um, but I don't know that everyone realizes that and understands that everything they need and everything they want is really inside of them. They just need to learn how to access that. Yeah. And, and that's the trick, right? Um, I guess that's the secret sauce, if you want to call it that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> that's the, that is the secret sauce. But, but so let's talk a little bit about it. I mean, how do you how do you help somebody? Well, usually, let me ask you this. How, at what point? do you typically engage people? Uh, you know, let's talk about somebody going through a divorce. Where are they most commonly in, in the process when, when you start working with them? You know, it's really funny. They're 
everywhere and anywhere. So yeah. I work with women who are all the way at the beginning where they're contemplating, you know, they're just not happy and they're considering divorce, but they're not sure. Um, all the way through to women who, like I said, maybe it, the divorce happened five years ago and they still feel stuck. They still feel this emotional tie to the relationship that they can't seem to get past. Um, so anywhere in that spectrum is, uh, women who I work with. Um, I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's, you know, the work at the end of the day, no matter where you are in the process really is about yourself. Right. And I like to think of it as like learning how to love yourself and learning how to embody the freedom that you have to exist in this world in your deepest truth. And you do all of that by taking this radical responsibility for your life. And when you hit those three components and you really start to live into that, then you start to like create and attract the, the life, the love, the relationships, like everything that's, that's aligned with your truth, with what makes you happy. Yeah, that, I mean, that is so true. So let's talk about that because I just love saying radical responsibility. I know, me too. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. I know. <laughs> but like, help me, maybe you can give me, you know, of course, without giving any uh, identifiable information, but like, can you walk us through an example of working with somebody and helping them through that step? You know, hmm. if, if somebody's stuck, whether, I mean, I could think of maybe two scenarios off the top of my head. One, somebody like you mentioned before is kind of just stuck in the past, doesn't know how to move forward, let go. And then how do they work through that? And, t- you know, how does re- radical responsibility kind of look like for that type of person versus somebody, I don't know if you've worked with somebody who is just angry, um, bitter, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're stuck in that way, um, feeling, you know, that all they want to do is blame, 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 and maybe aren't taking any ownership of their role in the whole relationship in the marriage. How does radical responsibility, how do you work through that with that type of a person? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's really the same, to be honest. Um, Catherine calls it self, uh, self as source, right? So how are we the source of everything that's happening in our life? So when I work with clients, the only way that I can really work with my clients and coach them is if they are able to stand in the perspective of, I am the source of my reality. I am the source of my relationships. I am the source of whatever's in front of me right? As if I had a pen and I was the author of my life and I'm narrating the story. Because then that gives me all of the power, right? And when I can stand in that place, I can look and say, okay, so this is how I co-created this. This is how I co-created that. This is how I'm continuing to feed the anger, the resentment. Oh, this is how I'm still stuck five years later. Uh, you know, this is, this is how I'm still connected here. And once you can stand in that perspective and own all of that stuff, well, then it's all your, in your power to shift it. Yeah, wow. It's yeah. freedom. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, that's, no. that's freedom. <laughs> you brought up uh, a few things there that I'm just so happy you did because it just reemphasizes that everything that I've been kind of putting out there. I spoke with uh, another coach uh, on my podcast who used the words that you just did, um, mm-hmm. which I love. You know, it's about you being the author of your life, mm. right? And I think she she framed it. You know, you could either be the author of your life or I think she called it the weatherman, you know, and just kind of watching, watching everything go by and happen to you. Yeah, um, exactly. Which one would you rather be, right? You want to be the author. You want to write your story and only you can write your own story. You have control. Um, and if you don't take the pen, then your story is going to be written for you. Yeah. And um, so, right. I just, I love that whole like theme of, you know, taking charge, you know, maybe things didn't go your way, uh, before. Um, and, but that doesn't mean it has to be that way going forward. Right. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because a lot of the reasons that we get stuck, right. Or that we enter into relationships that don't actually feel good or, you know, feel all of that sort of, um, feeling stuck and blocked, you know, it usually traces back to these limiting beliefs, which really start when we're kids, right? These kind of false narratives that we come up with as children, as we're trying to understand the world and things that are happening to us. And then suddenly we, we buy into that as a way to survive. And then we start living from that story. And so those like those limiting beliefs, we can kind of, what I like to think of is like, you can kind of follow those back and see where that started. And when the story became, you know, I'm not good enough, or I'm alone, or whatever your story is, and then really start to see, well, how have I been showing up in that story, right? Because if I believe that, you know, I'm alone, well, then I'm probably not going to ask for help, right? Because I'm going to expect that there's nobody there for me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to be really excited about engaging con- in conflict because I expect that people are going to just leave, right? Leave me alone, right? So you start showing up in a way that then creates these relationships and narrates these characters into your life. And so yeah, it's like, of course you, when you said like, of course I want to be the narrator of my story, right? Like I want to write my story. I think, yes. And I think it is a scary step to take sometimes because you really do have to take a very honest and vulnerable look at yourself. Um, you have to stand in some really, some really hard, um, like memories, right? You have to own, like, I know for me, when I started doing this work, there were a lot of people that I hurt in my life. And I had to own that. I had to own that. I was, yes, I was doing the best I could at the time and showing up in my story, but that doesn't change the fact that I hurt people I love. And so there's a lot of, um, there has to be a lot of ability to just, uh, be truthful with yourself, but not in a way where you're feeling blame or shame or beating yourself up. Um, right. Because that there is like when you can heal and forgive yourself, 
then the ability to heal and for, forgive others opens up, even if it's like this awful ex who has like destroyed your life, right? Like even that, even then you are able to open and forgive and love because it's really not about them in any way at the end of the day. It's about you. Absolutely. And it's, it's, I kind of summarize it in my own head like this. Tell me if you agree. You know, the past is the past. We can't change it. Uh, but it's a matter of identifying, you know, our role in what happened in the past and why it happened the way it did. Um, so we are aware of our behavior so we don't repeat that behavior in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and because, you know, what's that phrase? If you don't learn from your past mistakes, you're bound to repeat them, you know, yep. something like that. Exactly. Uh, and so, right, that goes, I mean, I, I think that applies to relationships and, and almost everything in life, that if if your relationship in the past or relationships, you know, didn't work out or, or you know, you had the same type of um, issues, that until you, A, acknowledge what happened, you know, acknowledge your role in what happened, um, not to say that, you know, you're to blame, but you know, it's always, there's always some role we all play. Mm-hmm. Um, and to adding to a dynamic. And if you don't, are, if you're not aware of that and take steps to maybe change that in the future, then you're bound to repeat it again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think what is, there's the other saying, right? Like everything repeats until, until you've learned the lesson, right? And those, it gets the, the messages and the the call for you to to um, kind of outgrow it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, right? And so I always tell my clients, you want to do this work so that you never have to live through this again, right? Like, do you ever want to have to go through this again? No, then let's do this so that right. you can create something completely different in the future. But you got to get through the mud first. You do, you yeah. do, and there's nothing beautiful ever comes from like ease, right? There's always like with birth, with anything, there's always friction and discomfort. And there's this part of, of anything beautiful. You have to come through the dark and, and everyone can like, that's the thing. It's like, I know, and I believe with all my heart and soul that it's possible for every single person to do this and to truly live this this life where this pain of divorce or heartbreak that really is just so gut-wrenching can really be something that you look back on with gratitude and you're like, oh my God, like that's the moment I became who I was made to be. No, no, absolutely. I mean, how many times have you spoken to somebody who's in a good spot in life, you know, emotionally and, and every, every other way? and they could tell you a time when it was not so happy and bright. And they're like, right. I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have that experience. Yeah. And that, I think that applies to everybody and all of us, but we don't know that until we get to the other side and get to Mm -hmm. that happier time. Right. So it's a, I mean, I get it. It's a hard sell when you're going through it, but you got to buy in. I think you said that, right. You got to buy in and, and work through the process and trust that it'll work. Yeah, there's almost like this 
it is in a sense a leap of faith, but yeah, it's like this, this moment where you're like, I'm going to take the reins here, right? Like I'm, I'm not going to let this just happen to me. I'm going to go through this in an intentional way so that, that I have some, you know, intentionality, um, thoughtfulness, you know, like just, uh, creativity in what my life is becoming through this, right? It's like, I, I hate the the phrase, like, everything happens for a reason. Oh, me too. I know. But everything does happen for whatever reason you make it. So you're, you get to make it whatever reason right? you choose. I like that. It, because it's like the difference of being, uh, playing the victim all the time. And, right. and taking charge of your life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we like, you know, we all need to stop expecting life to be like roses the whole way through. Right. Like I, it's, it's interesting. Like everyone in life goes through difficulties, everybody. Yeah. And yet we're still so shocked and like victimized when it happens to us. And it's just a part of life. And if we can just start to accept that, I think, and really start to believe that, okay, even though this might be painful, it is happening for me on my journey through this life. If I decide to embrace it in a way that I can learn and grow and transform, then it's really happening for me to become bigger and better and more of what I need to be so that I can be whatever it is that I'm here to do, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here for a reason. Um, and I think that's unique to each of us. And we go through our struggles on our journeys to get us to that magical place that we're meant to be. It's a roller coaster ride. I know, know. but, but you might as well have fun with it. (laughs) No, seriously. It's, it's like, um, what do I want to say? You know, uh, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. It's killing me. But but right, you can you, you got to learn. Life is ups and downs, and, mm-hmm. and that's how I describe divorce. You know, it's a roller coaster. Strap yourself in. You're gonna have your ups and your downs. Um, but it's a ride, and you can either enjoy the ride. Uh, a lot of people are always focused on the result or the you know the end of the ride. You know, what's it gonna be? Um, but it, you know, a lot of it is the ride itself, right? And that's how yeah. I approach life. Like it's the journey. Um, and if you don't learn to appreciate and, you know, roll through the process and, and the journey, um, then you're short, you're shorting yourself really. Yeah. And especially with divorce, you're, you know, you know, when you're going through the process, you're making decisions um, and and acting in ways that you might not really want to be if if you're not kind of in the process, right? If you're kind of thinking about the end and getting what you need to get and, right? Like you, you're not really um, allowing yourself to experience it in a way that you can, you can, I don't want to say better yourself, but grow from and expand from right. like, you know, I'm just cause I didn't have this work when I went through my divorce 10 years ago. I didn't, I hadn't found this, you know, it wasn't even around. Um, yeah, I was about to say, I don't think it existed. <laughs> no, it didn't. And you know, I spent 
the first at least probably two or three years um, thinking I was doing everything that I could do, but really being reactive and um, making decisions from a place of hurt and pain and just not being in a place where this work allows you to be, which is how am I relating to this? How can I respond instead of react? How can I get to the other side of this with my head held held high, feeling really good about maybe not the experience, but how I related to it, how I showed up? Because at the end of it all, I mean, I know for me, the things that I look back on and feel sad about are some of the moments when I kind of showed up out of integrity with myself and was just kind of like mean, and that's not me. So I think that's the important piece, right? It's like you can get through the hardest things in life with integrity and honor and feeling good at the other side about how, who you were being. And that's what, yeah, I think that's what's most important is that you are comfortable with who you are and happy with who you are and uh, at peace with, you know, the decisions that you've made and you will make in the future, really. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I feel like, I mean, this has been a great talk, but, and we're almost out of time, but I, have we been talking about unconscious coupling as part of all this? Like, I feel like almost we haven't been, but then I do feel like we have, and like, it, it's all kind of wrapped into the whole concept. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all of this is part of conscious uncoupling and it's, um, you know, it all comes through when you go through the process and it's, it's really the reason all the, everything we've been talking about is the reasons that, you know, Catherine created it and teaches it and why I love the work so much that, I mean, I feel honored to get to, to bring it to my clients. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Could you, and I'm going to put you on the spot, but is there like some two or three good tips that you can give people to like get them started on the path to conscious uncoupling, like what can they do now uh, to to start helping improve improve themselves? Yeah, um, I would say set an intention for who you want to be on the other side of all of this, right? Who? really think about it, like really feel into it. Who do you want to be? And set that intention. That intention should feel um, a little scary, right? It should feel a little bit outside your realm of possibility, but something that you really desire. But, but you know, that magic place where it's like, well, I really want it, but I'm scared to say it, right? Outside your comfort zone. Yeah. Just a little bit. You want to give yourself somewhere to go. Um, So that intention should feel like that, but it should be stated in the positive. It should be about the future um, and it should be bold, right? And so set that intention for yourself and then start to look at how you're being, who you're being, right? And look at the difference between who you're being now versus who you would need to be to be the person living into that intention. And see if you can start to see the difference, right? It's like, if, my inten- if in my intention, I want to be this really um, 
empowered person who is led by her deepest truth and honors herself and those around her, then I want to start to think, okay, well, how does that woman act? How does she look? What does she wear? What types of things does she say? And how does she show up in the world with herself, with others, and in life? Right. And, and get really clear about that and see where you can start making shifts and start where you can start seeing where you can grow into the woman and that intention. Yeah. And I love that tip. And, and that's so accessible for everybody listening. Really try, try to do it. It almost, I almost equate it to like, pretend you're writing a movie script or a TV, you know, script for a show and you're creating a character, you know, mm. who do you want that character be to be and get down into the, the detail, you know, what color hair do they have? What color eyes, you know, what do they wear? The clothes, you know, where do they live? What kind of car do they drive? You know, all like everything. And like then when that'll help you crystallize your vision. Yeah. And it's more than even crystallizing. It's like, okay, well that woman I'm guessing is really sounds like she's really good at stating the things that she needs and how she feels. Sounds like she's probably really good at setting boundaries. Sounds like she is a really good communicator right? And I'm just guessing that stuff. But that's the important pieces that you want to get clear on. Because then you want to look at yourself. And if you're like, wow, I have, I don't even know what boundaries are, right? right? Then it's like, okay, that's actionable work you can do right now. You can say, all right, I need to learn how to set, I need to learn what boundaries are. And I need to learn how to start creating them. Or gosh, I never tell anyone what I need, right? Then you can start learning. Well, how do I start to communicate my needs? So you can use that person and the way they show up and how they um, relate to others in life and themselves and, and then start using that as the, the sort of North Star guiding you as to what you need to learn and start growing into. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Um, thank you so much for sharing that tip. That's, I think that's yeah, a great one. Absolutely. Um, and then when they're done with that exercise, they can call you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then call me. <laughs> so, so that's a, that's a great transition, Jason, into how, <laughs> Jennifer, how do people find you? Yeah. So the best way to find me is my website. It's jenjoycoaching.com and it's J E N N joycoaching.com. It's the same on Instagram. Um, but what's really awesome on my website, um, there are some free resources, including a free four day mini course. Um, so there's, you know, they can kind of start to poke around and start learning right away. Um, and I am also going to be opening a membership site, uh, August 24th, it will be opening for registration. Um, so I'm super excited to just embrace all these women and guide them through this so that they can just start, gosh, just start living a life that they're like super excited about. Yeah, that's so awesome. Do you do you work with men too? What if men were interested? I don't. I only work with women, but I have right. some amazing coaches that I am connected to who work with men. So I always just refer. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that is that is awesome. And if you're listening and you're in the car or something, like don't pull over. Uh, I'll put this all these links and everything in the show notes. Uh, so you could always find them them. And that's the show notes on the website, my website, not iTunes or anything like that. Um, Jennifer, thank you so much. Uh, it was such a pleasure 
I had a great talk and I, I'm have to have you on again because I know there's a lot more we can cover. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that. Thanks for having me. All right, there you go. A little information about conscious uncoupling. If you were not too familiar with it beforehand or you thought it only applied to Gwyneth Paltrow, I, I actually thought uh, at first Gwyneth Paltrow uh, kind of created and invented the whole term and and uh, idea of conscious uncoupling, but come to realize, in fact, that is not the case. Shows you how on top of pop culture I can be sometimes. But I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you learned something uh, and found it interesting at the same time. Now, if you are interested in getting some help with your divorce situation in the form of coaching and adding a divorce coach like myself to your divorce team, contact me, jason at jasonlavoy.com, and I'll be happy to talk with you. Hop on a short call to figure out how I may be able to help you. But remember, you're not alone, and whether you have an attorney or not, do not be afraid to reach out and get the help that you deserve because hopefully you only go through a divorce once and you want to make sure you do it the right way. Also, if you're not already, uh, subscribe to the podcast so you get all new episodes when they come out. And stay tuned for more episodes of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. In the meantime, all I'm going to ask you to do is be strong, act confident, and stay positive. I'm Jason Lavoy, a.k.a. the Divorce Resource Guy, and I'll be seeing you real soon.